Hi there. Welcome to listeners from across the globe. My name is Allison Nune, and this is Best Damn Reality, a new podcast intending to help bridge the spiritual and material worlds. Each week, I invite you to join me and to suspend all preconceived notions, to open your minds and your hearts to seeing everything from a much faster perspective. Should you be enticed enough, please also consider visiting me on my YouTube channel and on my business Facebook page, both under the name Allison Nune. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the journey. The first title representing the project now called Ripple 2020 wasn't anything that was particularly creative, but there was thought and intention behind the made-up word, and it was called Evolt. And the reason for this, and, and at this time, again, unless you're particularly close to me, you probably cannot imagine to what degree I'm dialed out of mainstream things, whether you're talking about um, mainstream programs, mainstream films, um, technology, the latest gimmicks, the latest gadgets, the latest trends, the, you know, I'm, I'm dialed out to an enormous extent from most of those things. What little I do pay attention to of um, things like movies and films and programs, most of them are from my younger days and not very many present day of anything do I pay much attention to. But when I set out to create Evolt, my webmaster at the time had us doing like a, a call on Google, I think a daily sort of uh, it would spit back to us anything that had the word Evolt in it. And it's pretty funny because the only two products that came up specifically um, in terms of just commenting on whether or not somebody else out there had this word, because it's not an ultra-creative word, um, Evolt, but was um, a camera, a type of camera made, I think, in the Olympus line. There was an Olympus Evolt camera. And there was at the time, this was back in 2013, a, a dress. And I don't remember the manufacturer, but it was like a little, um, you know, female sundress type thing that was also came up under Google searches for Evolt. And that was it for years and years. And for me, when I came up with the word, it was very purposeful. I am somebody that my personality, especially when inspired, has an incredible amount of energy. And we know that one of the ways that we talk scientifically about energy and transference of energy and electricity is through voltage. So evolt sort of had that base word of voltage and inherent in that seemed to be uh, an easy connection to the concept and idea of energy. And that was, in general, trying to get at the root. 
what I'm attempting to do is provide a decent size example, meaning it's something that you can't just bat an eye at, of societal, of all these levels of something that could affect multiple aspects of society using a big enough sample human population. Um, and it was also to set an understanding at this most general level that everything comes down to energy. Everything at its ultimate foundational point. Because remember, from my little human one-person perspective, with a quote like John F. Kennedy's, ask not what your country can do, but what you can do. So this becomes, what can I do? Using my unique perspective, experience, ideas, desires in addressing what the world calls, you know, these issues, these things that need solutions, these problems. And for me, all my years, I feel like we've simply been putting band-aids on things. And like I've alluded to and mentioned many times that we're addressing them from the same level that created the problems. So I'm attempting to get at what I perceive to be, and I'm trying to analyze the quote unquote problem and identify it from the most factual, logical, foundational things that can be observed by others. I am minimizing the opinion side and getting to both factual in what we've already seen happen when we try to address something a certain way, both factual with what we see is present and real in the here and now, and also the trickier factual, which is the factual of the spirit world. And the biggest thing I'm trying to drill in at the highest, most general level from that aspect is that our thoughts are energy and our thoughts are actually the absolute root. Our thoughts today are the root of the reality of tomorrow, individually and collectively. So Evolt was supposed to generate this idea of voltage and energy and kind of, again, be this underlying reminder. It's all about the energy. It's all about the energy. What you put out is what you get back and what are you putting out? And it also clearly had the root of the word evolution and another overriding general yet direct intention of Evolt, now known as Ripple, was to somehow come up with something of purpose involving action intended to be something that to some degree could be repeated or duplicated by others that could lead to conscious evolution and not through violence. Evolt had the root of evolution and also is part of the word revolution. And knowing that we have been at a precarious place in history, where we're at today in 2020, today is October 17th, 2020, has been building for quite a few decades. And we're at this popping point. We're at an absolute evolutionary point of our species, our human species.
And we have the ability to be a conscious co-creator, to be a conscious participant in this evolution. And as such, we have the opportunity to choose an approach that is not like the revolutions and, and evolutions of the past. Revolutions meaning when revolutions happen, their intent is change. And another description for what evolution is, is simply change and progress, right? All of these being words and knowing that I am working to rise above words as quickly as possible, simply be because the words that they just, you cannot describe this new version of reality with the words of the present day version very accurately. And it actually aids in greater confusion in my experience because especially educated people get so hung up on words and there's oftentimes so much emotion. You know, words are just bogged down with a lot of other meaning in addition, literally sometimes, you know, a single word not only has multiple meanings, but there are just all these nuanced ways that a word can be interpreted and then what it triggers personally in any one person. It's not just a word and a straight definition. And so what I have experienced as I've tried to use words of the old world, if you will, to describe how clearly I see and feel this new way of interaction, it ends up oftentimes causing more confusion and most notably in people who are looking to kind of debate, right? Not people that are coming open and are coming with an open idea and not looking to argue and debate, but simply to be exposed to a more expansive idea and not looking to attack it, those folks don't have the same kind of problem as the more intellectual debating type. And I just happen to have a lot of that latter type in my, that has comprised a good part of my network, especially, and I'm going to say it because my experience thus far has been that that really comes and has been aligned with gender as well. I have found that the vast majority of men want to battle me. Um, men close to me want to battle me with my idea and make it a debate when all along there's no right or wrong. This is just simply my perspective, but it is based on, and like I said, taking into account the spiritual side, and that is not a provable thing. When you're taking into account intuition and this greater idea of how reality manifests in a much bigger reality that includes the unseen world, boy, my experience has been that that trips up most every single man that I've met that cares to listen to what I'm trying to say. I haven't experienced many that receive it very well or very easily. Um, And with women in general, especially women who are seeking and admittedly seeking on the spiritual path and seeking just a different, more expanded opportunities for themselves in their own life and, and finding out and going deeper within themselves to discover who they are, they don't, in my experience, get as tripped up on the words. But it's all to say that Evolt, it was intended to be like this idea that comes together, that gives humanity a chance. Hey, listen, we're at a tipping point. We're at a choice point. 
It doesn't have to be violent. You know, evolution and change doesn't have to keep coming at this violent cost, at the expense of actual living lives of people and ugliness. And, you know, because arguably, as I am trying to point out, we're not really changing or evolving through that process. We're just simply repeating history and it just looks differently and has a different cast of characters. But at the energetic level, we keep repeating the same thing. And that's brought up, I was triggered with that here this morning as I sit down to read a Charles Dickens um, classic, A Tale of Two Cities, that I've actually never read. And I'm trying to balance my reading with um, something fictional, something uh, old fiction, nonfiction. I, I, I try to balance what I read to nonfiction and fiction, spiritual and, um, you know, more stories and uh, individual stories of especially individual spiritual stories um, are really, and I just try to take in a, a wide variety and I try to read for at least an hour a day. And I finished the fourth of Veronica Roth's book called Allegiant. I finished that book in less than a week and I finished that last night. And so this morning, as I read for my hour, I was I picked up Charles Dickens, A Tale of Two Cities, and I'm just reading the opening paragraph and was just felt it just triggered in within me because it's about the French Revolution. And I don't I'd never learned much about even the French Revolution. So I'm actually really interested to see why I was drawn out of all my books on my bookshelf to pick this one to read. But I wanted to quickly just capture what it triggered in my own world because increasingly I'm going to start sharing the synchronicities, the very specific synchronicities of certain aspects of my day-to-day, meaning I nothing is accidental in my world. And so when I stumble upon or choose a particular book to be reading, if I choose to watch a particular movie on Netflix and or a particular episode of whatever television series that I'm watching at the moment, whatever, you know, whom, who I, with whom I cross paths at, you know, the few places I'm going around town, like there are signs everywhere all the time. And I would argue that right now, because of the significance of this global shift in consciousness, those signs are more abundant than arguably ever before. And I think there's opportunity for each human being to learn to recognize what signs are speaking to them. And then you get to make it up. You get to make up and make up the best story and combination of those signs because you rarely do we know exactly what spirit is trying to communicate to us what god if you will is trying to tell us sometimes it it can be you know it might have a more direct interpretation but oftentimes it's it's up to us to sort of assemble the pieces if you will into the best picture possible and so as i begin this book I'm just sort of curious as to what that will trigger within me in terms of, boy, this was not an accident that I'm reading this book for the first time at these times. 
And I'm also in the midst of recording these interim episodes as I lead up to the next whole number episode of Best Damn Reality, which is episode 14. I have a schedule to keep when I get to episode 14 to episode 23, but I have hit a little speed bump here personally, and I don't want to blow through it because if I don't address the real issues that are going on at the foundation within me, rest assured, whatever it is that is causing me to stumble here and to pause and to have this experience that isn't exactly enjoyable or easy or comfortable, if I don't delve into it a little bit and give myself some space to just be with the uncomfortable, rest assured, it will resurface as something else down the line. And, you know, I'm about solving things at their, at their actual root level. Get there, you know, and stop putting Band-Aids on something and actually go to the depths and do the work to make sure you're, you know, you, you get the lesson learned. And um, part of allowing myself in a gentle way to work through this, what I, I know what the fear is. I, I know um, I'm pretty aware of what it is that I'm hesitant about. Um, but the clarity over the nature of the world and to what degree it's even necessary for me to put myself out there in this way is part of what I'm trying to evaluate um, within and asking for that higher guidance. And I know that in my world now, that higher guidance comes in all sorts of beautiful ways. It may be with a particular animal or a particular bird crossing my path on a walk. It might be with like I said, a particular story coming across my reading list. It, it, I, but I need to be open and um, not looking for something specific. I need to be open. And I'm trying to give myself, you know, whatever time that I need to work through this latest hesitation bump, um, bump in the road, if you will. And uh, because I know that I have to present Ripple. I have to present the project in its entirety. And um, it just continues to be a little bit of a process in making that happen. Um, so back to my book, and we'll see if I share any bit of this recording.